we'll have kids that come in that are shy but extremely passionate about innovation, you know, extremely passionate about space or astronomy, but maybe aren't as accepted within the classroom as a result. You know, everybody has their strengths in different fields, but we give those students the opportunity to share their strengths. They don't have to be the brightest student in the classroom, but if they hold the passion, we can show them how to share it, you know, and lead by example. Passion is the ultimate fuel, you know, something that is greater than any fuel for a car, any renewable resource. It is the passion, the fuel of people. This is the SolidWorks Born to Design podcast, a collection of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SolidWorks. I'm your host, Cliff Medling, and this episode of the Born to Design podcast is titled Passion is the Fuel. Today I'm talking with Aiden Aird, a young entrepreneur, business owner, college student, and Guinness World Record holder. Aiden is one of the most passionate people who I've ever met. He's not only a creative designer and inventor, but also works to ignite the passions of others. I'll be surprised if this interview with Aiden doesn't inspire you as well. So let's jump right in. Let's dive into STEM Kids Rock. So okay. what, how old were you and what were you doing when that started? I started STEM Kids Rock under a different name, Developing Innovations, back in the ninth grade. Originally, Developing Innovations was an organization I developed that was designed to create a form of media for people that are passionate and young who would like to share their stories and their message, very much as you are doing today, Cliff, which is quite fantastic. I really do aspire uh, and am inspired constantly by what you're putting together here. Um, well, thank you. But I aimed to be able to give a platform to these kids that I was meeting through national science fairs, regional science fairs, international science fairs that were putting astute effort into designing and revolutionizing ideas people who were pushing the forefront weren't even considering. And they were coming to conclusions and coming to designs and developments that really had the potential to be integrated at the highest level and to be collaborated with at the highest level. But instead, there was this disparity. When science fair would end, kids would come home and there would be nothing to fill that gap. So I first aimed, started a website, which still stands today, developinginnovations.org, if you'd like to check it out, and featured over 70 young scientists from across the globe and shared their stories on there. From there, I saw the potential to grow, and uh, as I did, so what I ended up doing is I developed an outreach program. Uh, I was always passionate about giving back to the community, getting out there. If it was through fundraisers when I was younger or through donating to the local food bank from raising food for my local hockey team, whatever it was, I always pursued and was driven to give back, right? And so that's something I still really hold dear to me today. And I decided to branch out and to take my love of science to the next level because I knew that I was very fortunate to hold this love and to have been given the opportunities at a young age to go to the science center, to go to the zoo, to further myself and really find that love for science. But the sad reality is many people don't have those opportunities, right? Their parents don't take them to the zoo or the Ontario Science Center. You know, They don't have the options to take them to the zoo or the science center. Maybe there is no zoo or science center nearby. So instead, I thought that I would bring the Science Center to them, bring the zoo to them, bring the museum to them. And so that's where I founded STEM Kids Rock along with my younger sister, Keely, who is also phenomenal, blows me away every single day, and I'm incredibly proud of her and what she's doing today. She really does rock. She's brought the organization just as far as I have, and she deserves just as much credit as I do, if not more. So I always do like to give her the credit that she deserves. So with STEM Kids Rock, what we do today is we go out into the community delivering over 50 events per year, all of which are free, and we have inspired to date over 200,000 youth within our community. 
We have a massive collection of fossils, insects, robots, microscopes, meteorites that we bring out and we allow kids to explore and see the fun side of science, which they may miss in the classroom, all in hopes of sparking that driving passion, that burning desire to do something phenomenal for this world that we live in. Anybody holds the opportunity within them to find their passion, to carry that passion to fruition and make it a reality, whatever that may be. And I am here as part of that journey to hopefully deliver something great to this world someday. And every step that I take, I try to give back and do whatever I can to continue along that journey at whatever scale that may be. Wow, that, that's that's awesome. That, Thank that's, you. that's really great. And, Thank you, Cliff. And you're you're excellent at telling the story. I mean, you're, 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 you you're seems like you've had PR training. I mean, this is great. <laughs> uh, this is uh, excellent. And I was going to ask, I already wrote down a question here, you know, what inspired you? But I think you discussed that, really, that the fact that you had all this opportunity. Yes, uh, that and, was. And, and you had, and the other children didn't. So, but. But I wouldn't mind going further a little yeah, bit yeah. I- I- into it, right? That is definitely the core drive, but I find the more that I speak about it, the more I find other passions that have always been lying there, right? Right. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, growing up, that was originally what sparked the cause to start developing innovations. But same with STEM Kids Rock. At the end of the day, to me, they're very much one and the same, but the formal term now, STEM Kids Rock, just better appeals to what we really are doing. I think that a big image of what we do is not just the inclusivity of being able to give others opportunities they weren't able to yield themselves, but also to be inclusive in the people that we incorporate within our organization. We have many a phenomenal volunteer, which has started on the opposite end of the table. And by the end of the session, which we are running, they're wearing a lab coat just as myself and sharing and teaching their passions. We'll go into classrooms and there'll be kids that stand out that are incredibly passionate, but maybe aren't as accepted within the classroom as a result. You know, everybody has their strengths in different fields, but we give those students the opportunity to share their strengths. They don't have to be the brightest student in the classroom, but if they hold the passion, we can show them how to share it, you know, and lead by example. We'll have kids that come in that are shy, but extremely passionate about innovation, you know, extremely passionate about space or astronomy. And being at the table, you can see them light up instantly the second that meteorite's brought out, the second that fossil they've always loved has been brought out. And they just share that, you know, and it's not only kids being engaged. We have adults on adults who are coming to the tables too, learning just as much as the kids are. And it's really just a beautiful community activity in which there is no lack of inclusivity. We have people of all abilities as part of our team. I like to highlight Jordan because she is a phenomenal example of this. You know, our our team has grown to incorporate a lot of girls, a lot of people with different abilities. Jordan herself holds cerebral palsy uh, as a part of her lifestyle, but that does not define her. She is brilliant, she is young, and she is powerful. And she comes out to just about every single event that we hold. And she mans that butterfly table like a true queen. And it's beautiful to see, you know, and we give that opportunity to any kid that so desires, right? It's not like you got to fill out an application. There's nothing formal. It's if you want to be there and you want to stand behind that table and you want to share, come on, come and do it. You know, there is nothing holding any of us back from being able to share our passions. And that's really what it's all about. You know, everybody's in pursuit of their passion, but sometimes it's lying in front of you and you just don't know it. And so we try to curate those opportunities because kids really don't deserve to go through school thinking that they're not math smart, that they're not science smart. You know, sometimes all it takes is one difficult experience on a test or a difficult argument with with a teacher or parent. And I'm not blaming the school system or anybody for that. It is just the way of life. Sometimes it does occur and sometimes things procure that shouldn't necessarily have the influence that they do because kids don't deserve at the ripe age of, of 10 or 
being in grade five, you know, in elementary school or even in high school to be closing doors, right? They're so young. They haven't seen what there is to offer. They don't even know what engineering looks like. You know, majority of people are picking their careers nowadays without a clue of what actually working in them means or what oh, fields so can true. be connected to them, right? And I think SOLIDWORKS is really beautiful for that aspect, especially with 3D experience world, for tying together so many people of all different paths, all different streams who are passionate Right. And they can share that common passion through a common language of SOLIDWORKS. It doesn't matter where you're from. It's design. It's fundamental. You know, it's innovation. There are problems that people hold in third world countries and first world countries and second world countries. And many of them are all the same in their root. And through collaboration and communication and through knowledge and sharing and passion, we can really curate a better future. We can really curate the future of our dreams. And I, I really hope that someday within my time, I, too, get to create and I get to innovate and I get to implement whatever I desire. I've done work in the past in terms of developing technologies for third world countries. Uh, one of my science for projects was uh, a highly efficient cook stove for developing nations in which I designed it fully in SOLIDWORKS. Um, I also designed a full wing system in SOLIDWORKS. I designed a water wheel cart for developing nations in SOLIDWORKS, but there's always a step within that science for project in which you are barred from being able to bring it from idea to reality. And that's something that I really want to bridge. And I think 3D experience world is a place to bridge things like that, right? Be connected with the real ideas, the real change makers, right? And you have that opportunity just by attending to do something really important. Oh, it's, you, you touched on so many things there. Uh, that, that's, that's excellent. But, but yeah, I mean, 3D experience world, previously SOLIDWORKS world was, was is such a great opportunity for like-minded people to share ideas. And that's, that's awesome. I love what you said about, um, you know, anybody can come in there and learn and, and they light up, but you're, you, you touched on mentoring the mentors, right? Yes. Yeah. There's, so there's other children who want to be in your situation where you're showing them and exposing them to STEM and stuff. So yes, that's, yes, yes. That's, that's outstanding. Yeah. Furthering our volunteers is always a big component of it. You know, if somebody shows that they are passionate, we will help them take that passion to the next step. You know, I've had many an opportunity to compete in science fairs. If it's something as simple as sharing my science fair projects and the lessons I learned so that somebody else can embark on their own journeys, then I'm more than happy to do that. We've had members of our organization go on to create their own organizations. Uh, one of our first volunteers that we ever got, Jackie Hahn, who actually started on the opposite end of the table and came in with a lab coat by the end, extremely passionate about insects and also extremely passionate about origami. You know, through volunteering through our organization, he saw the potential to go on and pursue his passion further, just as I had done myself. And so now he runs an organization in our community, which takes origami and brings it to the next level, educating other people in the community just as we do with STEM Kids Rock. And it really is beautiful to see people branch off and create more impact than I could create just by myself, all through speech, all through inspiration. And that's really what I do drive and desire to do in my life. You know, I can only do so much as a single individual, but if I can inspire 10, 20, 1,000, 100, you know, a million people, I will do it. That's what I want to do. You know, I want people to find their passions. I want them to be fueled by their passions. And I want to see people achieve their passions. It's not a rat race. It's not a competition. You know, I don't care if somebody surpasses me. I just want to be a part of everybody's journey. You know, I want to know that everybody's embarking on that journey. There's no reason for any of us to settle, right? There's no reason for anybody to say that, you know what, I'm all right with this. I'm all right with this job. And I'm just going to become stagnant. You know, stagnant is not the way of the future. You know, stagnant is not the way that we revolutionize society. It's change, it's through innovation, it's through passion. You know, passion is the ultimate fuel, you know, something that is greater than any fuel for a car, any renewable resource. It is 
the passion, the fuel of people. <laughs> That's excellent. I, 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 I have a feeling you will reach at least a million people. <laughs> Thank you. You have a you. You're on a good start, and uh, thank you. Any way I can help, that that I do great. appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's that's excellent. So, gosh, so, so many questions there, but I think you covered so much. I want to get back to the Guinness World Record, okay. the the water rocket. I want to get back to where you started and only uh, seventh grade learning SolidWorks. But so so is your your passion is clearly both, right? You want to yes. invent, you want to create yourself. But you also want to give everybody else the opportunity just exactly. because you're so passionate about it. So those exactly. two things go hand in hand. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I really don't want to limit myself just based off of my own goals. You know, because at the same time, I have a finite amount of time here, right? And I want to spend that finite amount of time inspiring others to spend that time just as well as I have. You know, inspire them to be making great life choices. You know, to pursue their dreams, pursue their passions, and also just as a result, ignite the future. There are so many problems that we face in our world, you know, so many ideas that we need to bridge the gap for. And this is the way to do it, you know, through sharing, through inspiring. And then the people will follow, you know. People need to realize that their dreams don't have to stay dreams. They can be reality, you know. SolidWorks is a great example of that. You sit down with an idea and you could just sit down and go to sleep and it stays an idea for the rest of your life, you know, it drifts away. Or you could sit down at your computer and get designing, get 3D printing. And that's the first step. You know, that's the second step. And just like that, you're that much closer to achieving that dream, that much closer to achieving that goal. But but you're also setting that example because you're doing it yourself. You, yes. You're, you're coming with this. So you're not just telling them to, right? You're, exactly. You're also working on your own. So that's that's excellent. That, so which exactly. brings us back to, let's t talk about this water rocket. Okay. This, this is crazy. Yeah. So I had this phenomenal opportunity uh, when I graduated high school. Uh, that summer, I got to meet with the YouTuber Colin Furs, who I've always been a huge fan of. I used to watch him on Daily Planet growing up, you know, and I would always glow seeing him with his <laughs> incredible inventions and the passion that he brought to them. This is a man who also exemplifies many of the traits that the SolidWorks user exemplifies. He came from a background of plumbing, but is now one of the most respected designers and inventors, something that you normally would attribute to an engineer, right? But he can take any idea that he faces, any difficulty that he holds, any passion that yearns within him and apply it to tinkering, to ideating, to inventing, you know, he's breaking world records all the time. And it was an honor to be able to take part and break a world record with him and my sister. So we, as part of a YouTube Red episode and series that he was putting together, First World Wonders, which is currently still up there on uh, YouTube, not only did I get to meet this idol of mine, I got to work alongside him with putting together the world's largest and highest flying water-powered rocket, which then was certified by Guinness to have been a record-breaking innovation awesome. and design. So it was phenomenal. It is something that I really do hold true to my heart. But even better than that is I get to hold that and share that with the kids, you know. I achieved this just after I graduated high school. There are many a high schooler that never even thought that they could, right? And I'm just walking proof, living proof that at any age, if you have that aspiration, start now, you know? There's no reason to wait. There's no reason to procrastinate. I get that all of us are chronic procrastinators. I, I fall <laughs> victim to that myself. But when you actually sit down and you do, there is something powerful that occurs, you know? Like, you really reassure yourself of your purpose and you take a step forward. And when you look back on your week, it's not like you're back at square one. You have something to show for it. And you're proud of that, you know. Instead of spending time on video games or watching TV, you know, content that you're going to forget within the next hour, 
you're actually walking away with a physical model or you've taken that first step towards maybe establishing a, an organization or a company, you know, and those are things that are solid. Those are things that are not going to change, you know. Next week, you're going to still be at that same step if you don't progress. But the goal is always to keep progressing, you know. If you keep putting some of your time aside to whatever that task is, you'll be amazed at how little time it actually takes until you've got your dream accomplished. Excellent. So let's go back to the beginning. I, 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 actually, I want to ask you, uh, you you're, you're such a... Uh, positive influence. And I, I can see how you're perfect for this STEM kids rock and, and inspiring these kids. But where did that come from? You must have had a mentor or parents that were have inspired you? or My parents are incredible. I am very grateful to have the best parents I could have ever asked for. Uh, my dad and my mom have always been extremely supportive. They're the kind of people to give the last penny in their pocket. You know, they've instilled really good values upon me. But I just great. learned from following them, you know, you, you just see your parents doing great things, you know, aspiring to do great things, you know, they're not engineers, they're not doctors, right? They're graphic designers, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that was their passion, right? And so they always encouraged me that no matter what my passion is, to stick to it, to take action and not just sit there, you know? And I really started that at a young age. I always had the encouragement, you know, the reinforcement, the ability to be driven to where I needed to be driven for my goals to be achieved. It was not like, oh, we can't take you today. They would make the time, you know, and I'm very fortunate for having that because without parents like that, that take action, I definitely would not be where I am today. But I'd like to give those opportunities to the kids who's parents maybe not haven't thought of that route yet, you know, like, or just don't have the time, you know, it's not the same. I'm very fortunate. My parents work from home, you know, that's something that has enabled us to be a lot more realistic in terms of getting from point A to point B and always having, being able to get from point A to point B. Uh, And I definitely have always looked up to them, both my mom and my dad. And I really do strive to, I hate to say it, but someday surpass them. Well, I think that's every parent, as a parent myself, every parent's goal. You want your kids to surpass you. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly. And that's something I've definitely accepted. But at the same time, I don't know if I'll ever truly see myself as better than my parents. And I'm all right with that. I have no problem with that, you know, even if they do see otherwise. I'm sure your parents are glad to hear that. But uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Good job, mom and dad. Got a great kid here. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously they, they, you, you mentioned that they inspired you to to follow your dreams. Yes. What made you decide to, in seventh grade, try SOLIDWORKS? Or how did that come from? Or was there a, something in the school that, did they have a program for engineers? Or So I actually started doing science fair projects at my school in grade three. And so each year we had like a local competition within the school in which every student would put together a science fair project and compete against one another. Once you hit grade seven in Canada, you have the opportunity to be selected to represent your school and go to the regional science fair. So that year, my science teacher, who was a huge influence on me growing up and was extremely passionate about sharing his knowledge and sharing his love, unfortunately passed away. And that was my teacher, David Linton, somebody I really do hold dear to me still to this day. And so that year, I decided that I wanted to really hunker down and devote my time to achieving this dream, you know, to getting to the regional science fair and being able to represent my school well and represent him well with everything that I did. So that year, I built a subsonic open circuit wind tunnel. Uh, I did the design all in SOLIDWORKS so that I could figure out the angles, you know, and actually get into the building phase without having to do the building phase over and over and over again. And as a result, I actually ended up winning my school fair. You know, I put 
an insurmountable amount of effort into that project. You know, I knew everything there was to know about aerospace at the time. You know, like I was reading every book I could read, you know, attaining any knowledge I could that was not taught in the classroom, you know, and that's really where I learned the power of really taking your passions and you pursuing it. You know, you can't rely on the curriculum to be your passion, right? And right. so I found that I really enjoyed aerospace at the time. And so I took that a step further and a step further. And so I actually ended up winning the regional fair and then getting to represent Ontario at the National Science Fair in Prince Edward Island. So as a seventh awesome. grader, I was going to Prince Edward Island for a week and I was surrounded by 500 like-minded individuals who were also extremely passionate about science. And so that only acted as greater fuel for me to continue doing this in future years. You know, I went back, I competed again in grade eight, designing a wing system that I tested in my wind tunnel and also developed fully in SolidWorks. It was actually uh, in eighth grade when I received my first training through Javelin Technologies, a value-added uh, reseller of SolidWorks. And Javelin has always been phenomenal to me. I really do hold everything they've done very dearly to my heart because when I was in eighth grade, sure, I had a little bit to show from my first science fair project, but they believed in me enough to give me eons worth of training, you know, training that's changed my life, trainings that's given me the ability to design absolutely anything that I, I aim to design, you know, and now I'm giving back by taking the knowledge that I've learned and teaching the fundamentals to other students at my school, the University of Toronto. You know, I'm running classes there uh, each semester, four hour sessions on a Saturday and Sunday. As part of a small club, there are seven of us, you know, Javelin actually invited us in the other year to come and take a tour of their facilities so that the other members of uh, my group could see the amazing things that are going on there. You know, they showed us their scanners, their printers, and it was phenomenal. You know, talk, talking with the staff is always a treat. I really do love Javelin and everything they've done for me. I mean, how many eighth graders get to sit in a room of 40 plus year olds and learn the same content yeah, and right. feel that they really deserve to be there? You know, that was the best part. It wasn't like I was an outsider. It was I was part of the family from day one, and I always really respected that. And I really would do anything to give back to them, you know, because they brought me from point A to point C to point Z, you know, <laughs> uh, and without them, you know, any problem that I have, any difficulty, they're right there for me. You know, that's really one of the beauties of the VARs. But even on top of that, if there is something I'm passionate about and they may not have an employee that is adept in that sector specifically, they've worked with a company who has and they will put me directly in touch with them and I'll be able to get the chat I need or get the innovation that I need or get the answers that I need to be able to solve whatever problem I'm working on. You know, they've given me 3D printing support on top of that. And oh, that's great. Exactly. I mean, to have a company like that I, on your side is really phenomenal. You know, just sharing contacts, you know, even furthering other local charities, you know, and local organizations, it, it goes above and beyond just helping me, right? And I mean, some companies will see, they'll, they'll have one person that they'll champion, but Javel is championing everyone, you know, and I think that's phenomenal. Whoever comes in, they're trying to help them out. And it's not for their own sake. It's for the furthering of society as a whole, a mission that I also share. Well, this is, uh, this is great. So <laughs> this is better than great. This is pretty impressive, Aiden. So let's, so let's get this straight. Uh, Guinness Book uh, World Record holder, owns his own business while going to college and has doing teaching as well in college. It's yes. uh, pretty quite the resume that Thank you're you involved much, in Cliff. right now. So, Thank you. which begs the next question and maybe the last question. So, what's next? What's the what's on the radar? What's the next great thing we're going to see from you, or, or is that uh, a secret for now? So today I'm here for User Advocacy Day. Uh, I had a phenomenal opportunity to talk with Marie Planchard, who is pushing the forefront of education with SOLIDWORKS and especially towards youth, you know, a, a field that I am extremely passionate about. So I was very glad to be able to connect with her on that. 
And so moving forward, I'm planning to integrate SOLIDWORKS apps for kids into really achieving something phenomenal through my organization. You know, I've always wanted to find a way to integrate SOLIDWORKS into the education that I'm doing because without that tool, I would not have been able to take my ideas and bring them to reality, you know. And it's a tool that not only every engineer deserves to have, but everybody deserves to have. And I truly believe that, you know. And if I can get kids started at a young age thinking about the potential of design, you know, the potential of 3D printing, you know, the amount of creativity and ideas that can branch out from that are really exponential. And so I plan to go back and integrate this amazing software, which they have enlisted and, you know, implemented to be able to share my passion for design with kids in an easy to learn and malleable manner, you know, with tools that are just fundamentally understandable in terms of building even just a greater knowledge of physics without knowing it, a greater knowledge of 3D space without knowing it, you know, a greater knowledge of the engineering design process without knowing it. These are tools I had access to, but I don't think that the average seventh grader is going to be able to use SOLIDWORKS, and there's nothing wrong with that because that wasn't the intention, right? I, I put many a man hour into learning through professional courses to be able to attain and achieve where I am today on that SOLIDWORKS front. But with that being said, if people just get thinking about knowing that this tool is out there, you know, even through a more basic foundational portion through SOLIDWORKS apps for kids, there is no knowing what comes next once they hit that stage in which they can move on to SOLIDWORKS, you know, in which they're they're itching to move on from being limited from SOLIDWORKS apps for kids to being able to enter the open world of SOLIDWORKS as a whole, you know, or any of, uh, of the other DeSol systems, innovations or, or, or products that they have implemented, you know, uh, worldwide, if that's CATIA or, or whatever else may come across their path, but depending on their career, I want to give them that opportunity to know that it's there, right? I, I get many a student in my University of Toronto courses, which I run for SOLIDWORKS, that has never even touched a 3D CAD software. And these are engineering students. So if it's implemented at a younger age, the knowing of a tool that is out there to be able to implement, not only will science fair projects be better, our world will be better. You know, maybe we'll see some collaboration between passionate teens and industry professionals who may have hit roadblock on their ideas where a passionate teen or even elementary schooler, I have seen them come up with the most brilliant bridge gapping ideas. But... There needs to be something, a common language to tie those two together. And that's the language of design. That's the language of 3D modeling. That's the language of SOLIDWORKS. So I really hope to build a brighter future through implementing this tool and hopefully carrying on further forward and developing some progress for SOLIDWORKS for high schoolers so that there is a full bridge that leads them from elementary school to university, developing greater engineers, you know, greater people in any field whatsoever whom desire to have that ability to innovate and iterate. Yeah, right, and solve problems, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I, I had a conversation with Dean Kamen. Uh, he's on oh, the podcast. Oh, yes, yes, and, yes. And, and uh, you know, he talks about how this next generation is going to solve the problems of, you know, environmental issues, healthcare issues. And and I'm a big believer in that as well. I don't I don't believe politicians are going to solve these issues. Yes, it's, I it's, agree. It's, it's this generation. It's this generation and technology that's going to solve that problem. 100%. Uh, so I'm glad you agree. I, I, I think that's a, a big thing. I think this generation has all the tools in place, if you think about it. Oh, exactly. To And, and then YouTube. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, you're like right. My, my children, you know, every now and then I'm trying to figure out something, that, and they're telling me the obvious, which I should know by now. They're like, Dad, just YouTube it. Somebody's already figured it out. You know? No, there's and a world it, of knowledge out there. The world, world of knowledge. Of ideas. Just got to tap into it. Yeah. And so I think what you're doing is, is you know, exposing these children to this new technology 
and they'll help in, in the solution one day, right? A hundred percent, hundred percent. And I really do look forward to seeing that, you know, like eventually these kids are not going to be kids. They're going to be the leaders of tomorrow. Right. And if I can embark more of these kids to be the leaders of tomorrow that we deserve and that they can be and that they may not know they can be, then I've done my job and I've done it well. Well, I think you're on track. I, I, I look forward to seeing great things from you, Aiden. Thank I you, think, uh, this is good stuff. Thanks for listening today. And please check out Aiden's website, stemkidsrock.com, to learn more about the programs Aiden runs to motivate our youth. Also, Aiden mentioned SolidWorks apps for kids for getting kids started in design. To learn more, go to swappsforkids.com. That's S-W-A-P-P-S-F-O-R-K-I-D-S.com. We also offer many great resources for education. Check them out at solidworks.com education. And lastly, Aiden mentioned that his SolidWorks reseller was a great place for him to learn more. If you're looking for a value-added SolidWorks reseller near you, go to SolidWorks.com slash find-SolidWorks-reseller. We'll be back again soon with more great Born to Design podcast stories at SolidWorks.com slash podcast or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep innovating. I really hope that what you heard today has inspired you. If you enjoyed it, head on over to iTunes, search for the Born to Design podcast, and please leave a five-star review so that this podcast will be recommended to more people, helping us expand the Born to Design community. Thank you.